Hello and welcome back to another episode of Thriving Grace. We're really excited to be getting on with this boundary series. Um, but first, as you know, Abby, shoot us the question. question. My question. I'm actually following on our little food theme that we have. Okay. Following on from our Jaffa Cake week for last week. Yeah. Um, and this is something I'm quite passionate about. And I feel like you might be, I'm not sure. Maybe okay. thinking of the wrong person. But what is like your go-to donut? Oh, like, that's if you a get good any question. One donut, because I feel like Ooh. it tells a lot about a person. Yeah, I remember when we were um, on the youth team at NSN, and there was such a divide on like mm. custard versus jam, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, near me, there's this place called Friends in Need, and they do the most amazing donuts. And they did this like s'mores donut, and it was just mm. so heavy with filling; it was just gorgeous. But I feel like that's not like a conventional donut. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I need to go like what could you find in Tesco's um, yeah. I think like a yum yum oh yes I'd go a yum yes. yum because I it's do kind of like, like them I feel like it's they're not too much yeah you know? yeah true you could eat a few of them but I think I'm like people like my mum knows how obsessed I am with a, just a sugar jam donut like yep. beginning of lockdown last year for weeks I don't know why I just got a sugary jam donut in my head and for weeks okay. I just went on and on about it and I just couldn't <laughs> like there wasn't it was like when we couldn't go to the shops that much and all of this so I just never had one and I was so mm. sad for weeks and then finally I had one it was like the best day was ever. it everything you dreamed of yeah it was it was it really I just realized I'm so glad I just realized I've totally like abandoned my favorite donut I just didn't hit me you know those ones that when you go to the seaside they're there like cooking and it's like yes. really like oily but really like oh. warm and doughy and, and sugary sugar. yeah that is it good. I don't know why that didn't come to my head first oh they are that's good. my that favorite thing adding in some tough competition but I feel like they're in a whole other league <laughs> they're in <incomparable. laughs> they're on their own yeah so true so this week we are going to be doing our final episode of our boundary series um I really enjoyed doing this series I think it was it's been so much fun and I feel like yeah it's stuff that yeah. not often is spoken about but it's definitely stuff that I need to hear myself as well as yeah being things that I'd like to share so this week and it's like gonna, we talk about yeah we talk about it a lot mm. um and this week we're going to be finishing with a big one and that is um boundaries in relationships and mm-hmm. I think relationships in general is a topic that there is so much to say about and I think everyone loves a relationship kind we of love a relationship talk um, yeah yeah so but for this one we're going to very much focus on boundaries because I think me and Ellie are very passionate about relationships we're both single but we're very passionate about good relationships um, <laughs> so there's definitely more like episodes you want to go into and we can't cover it all in this one so we're just going to focus on boundaries so mm-hmm. starting off I think what would be good is if we started with just kind of what boundaries you should have pre when you're like dating someone, but when you're like, you know, getting to know someone. Like the talking boundaries. stage. Yeah, the talking stage. Oh, I hate that. Or the situationship <laughs> stage or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> what boundaries would you say are important mm. for that stage? Yeah. I think first off, I'm so guilty of this. I know for a fact that Abby is guilty of this. So we are like preaching to the choir or whatever yeah. it is. But um, 
for gals in particular, we are so good. And when we get into know a, a guy, like, I don't know, in our head creating who they are. Mm. Um, and I feel like as you get to know them, you know, you start to like, I don't know, like make excuses what they're doing. They're like, oh, that's so yeah. unlike them. Or like, if you're chatting to your friend and you're like, oh, you know, this is what he's like. And actually like, I feel like that clouds your judgment mm. um, in the sense that like, you know, you've made this guy in your head to be this amazing person. And then one, you're like, when he's not, um, which he inevitably won't be because he can't be that perfect person in yeah. your head. One, you get let down. Mm. And um, to also you kind of start making excuses for behaviors that you're seeing that you don't yeah. like and actually it's like no that person is genuinely showing you who they are mm. um and you need to take them for face value and if that's not yeah. something you want in your future um partner then that's something that you need to be very clear yeah. on so I think boundaries of the mind for us yes. um are very very important because I think you know we have some wild imaginations yeah we do um, and I think you know we we like to we like to plan ahead and we like to yeah. see where it goes but actually just let that person's actions speak mm. for themselves rather than what you think they're going to be like yeah yeah so true I think as well like also on the flip side of that this is something I've definitely learned of like letting them prove who they are in terms of like the positive way as well I think quite oh often, yeah yeah I will like try and push someone a bit away maybe if I'm like starting to get the feels or whatever and you start trying to like push them away and like think of these like bad things or you make things that mm. aren't even negative things yes negative. <laughs> I definitely know me and Ellie do that a lot it's like reply to me this is so um, bad or something like that but it's like you know completely innocent but you make a big deal of it in your head um yeah but actually 100%. like let them just be themselves to you and let yeah. them prove themselves to you because it's like you want them to accept you completely for who you are so accept mm. them also for completely who they are and I think often when people talk about boundaries they think straight away like physical boundaries but yeah. as you said it's like also boundaries of the mind and I think also boundaries of the heart is really really mm. important and something that I've yeah. definitely, I think in that like pre-dating stage is more important even than the physical boundaries because I think a lot of that is done like maybe over text and stuff yeah so I think in that talking stage give yourself boundaries of not talking too much I think that's definitely yeah. something like you can get so wrapped up in wanting to talk to this person 24 7 because it's new and it's exciting which mm-hmm. is so much fun and so great and so enjoyable but also like t- there's something so like wise and profound in taking it slow and I think treating that person as your friend really kind of helps and I think that's often something that I thought but if I fancy someone I don't want to treat them as my friend like I want them to kind of know that yeah. I like them but I'm like I found definitely like if you treat them as your friend it stops those kind of what Eddie was saying about like mm. you starting to overthink things that's something that I've definitely found helpful yeah. in terms of that yeah I think that could be like in the talking stage it can be like all-consuming mm. I've definitely done things that like I guess I haven't thought about the like consequences of your actions like I remember once I was talking to this guy and I like I didn't take a day off work I was ill mm-hmm. but I probably could have gone into work yeah but at work I wasn't allowed my phone so I took a day off work yeah um, and like it's things like that and you don't really realize that you're probably letting mm-hmm. people down in certain areas or you're like mm-hmm. I don't know ignoring other people and so yeah. I think you know if you're gonna have a healthy relationship it starts by having healthy relationships like mm. uh, including like your friends and yeah. everything because if you just start off with that balance 
is going to be really good in your like yeah. rest of your life and yeah. going through into a relationship yeah I so agree I think there's something so important about having those people around you that can keep you accountable literally from mm. the get-go but I also think this yeah. is something I had a conversation with someone recently about like when you're when you start talking to someone or when you start seeing someone there is that like such excitement and you kind of want to share it with like all your friends all your pals your aunts your sisters and everything like because it's so exciting but I think actually Mm -hmm. having those boundaries with who you tell because I think Mm -hmm. especially in those early stages people want to put their like sixpence in or whatever the saying is people want to put like every opinion that they have in because you kind of can when you're just talking to someone where it's a bit harder if they're actually like your boyfriend or your girlfriend um so I think there's something really important in like actually having those boundaries with what you share with other people outside of that kind of relationship and the people that you tell and I think waiting until you tell your friends but also keeping that one person that you do like talk to just but you don't have to share everything and anything with them but yeah like the kind of things that you need to keep them accountable with that's something I've definitely learned I can tend to be a bit of an oversharer of like oh same well I'm excited everyone knows yeah (laughs) so true amazing so the next progression I guess Mm. after you talk to someone hopefully if all goes well is then when you're dating and this is the big one the big heavy one of the boundaries that when you are in a relationship with someone and it's something that I think literally feels like a minefield um Mm. at times and it can feel so tricky because I think often straight away it can be like just physical boundaries oh that's easy like we won't do this we won't do this but we'll do this Mm. and this and it can feel easy but actually that in itself can be hard but then there's also these other boundaries that you have to add in of like mental boundaries emotional boundaries and all of this so what kind of Mm. give us some of your wisdom Ellie (laughs) I feel like physical (laughs) boundaries are like very obvious I think it's kind of been overdone yeah like the one thing that I would say um is that I feel like know your physical boundaries before you're in a relationship yeah. before you're even in the talking stage like me as a single yeah. woman I know my boundaries for when I will be in a mm. relationship because I think if you go in not knowing then mm. you're kind of gonna you're gonna decide what your boundaries are based on your desires at that time yeah whereas now I like oh man you know what I mean like yeah. I I can make them with a clear mind knowing this is yeah. what I want and then I think I'll hold them so much stronger when I get there yeah um so I think that is the only thing I will say physically because I just think you know, everyone knows, everyone knows. Yes, <laughs> the Bible's quite clear. So true. Um, if you're, you know, it's the classic, like, if you're asking how fast too far, you're asking the wrong question. I wish you'd sit up and be like, yeah, but what is the right question? Tell me what should I be <laughs> asking? <laughs> I'm a bit confused, like, but, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think with that, um, yeah, so physically, I guess, what would you, like, do you have anything that you would say in that sense? And then we can move mm. on to the more mind and spiritual. I think spiritual. physically, um, I'd say sometimes I think it's obviously like preached at us a lot as Christians of like have the conversation when you're in the relationship of what your boundary is going to be and like I mean I can't say I've done that every time I've dated someone because it's awkward Mm. that conversation (laughs) is awkward and the thing is like I think the best thing to remember is it's going to be awkward but there's a difference of feeling awkward about it and feeling scared about it and I think mm. sometimes we can almost feel scared to share our boundaries with someone of this like 
them then rejecting us because maybe our boundaries aren't as far as they'd want to go and Mm -hmm. I think sometimes and that can lead us not to have those conversations but I think if you're afraid to have that conversation with someone they're not the person that you should be with because I think when you're dating someone it's still going to be awkward like that is inevitable but you should be able to have these open conversations with that person and I think in terms of physical boundaries it can sometimes be that you set your boundaries and you're like you're strong in your boundaries you know them you prepped it before and you're singleness and this and then you then meet someone you have this conversation but maybe their boundaries are slightly different and I think sometimes there can be you feel as if you need to compromise in that conversation but Mm. I think you should always compromise to the lesser whether you're the lesser or they're yeah. the lesser, compromise to that because I think mm-hmm. you don't want to push them too far. You don't want them pushing you too far. So yeah, that was what yeah, I would say about physical. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree. And I know couples that like have had very different, you know, boundaries there, but they've always gone with the the lesser ones. And like, you know, at the end of the day, you don't want them to like resent you for the fact yeah. that you push them further. And like, yeah, no, I agree. I yeah, think exactly. that's really important. Um. Yeah, what do you think about like in other boundaries? I guess like in yeah. terms of uh, mind and spiritual. Okay, spiritual wise, I think boundaries. It can be seen as a weird one, I think, and can kind of be like forgotten about. I guess for spiritual, mm. but because I think it's like often this thing that's like pray with your partner, read the Bible with your partner, and all of this. And mm. I think that is so amazing and like such good habits to have in a relationship but I think don't let that time like god time you have with that person stop your own personal time with god yeah that's something that you still there's youtubers Jess and Gabriel Conti I'm literally like number one fan but um (laughs) they have literally said ever since they got married about that they have their time together like when they will pray together when they'll read the bible together but they have their own separate god time because there's sometimes there's just things that like you're like I just want to do this on my own and I think at the end of the day it is still your own personal relationship with the father and Mm -hmm. it's that you're just joining that with your partner but you still have your own like yeah. relationship with him which I think is like quite an important thing to remember so you almost don't like abandon your own faith in the process of trying to like create yeah. this relationship yeah I have a question for you actually mm-hmm. I've um you know like I've I watch a lot of relationship talks and like a lot of them have been like oh like don't pray as a unit mm-hmm. um like it's not you and God against the world like yeah. it is you know man woman God the world mm. um because you haven't been united in marriage yet mm. um and so I know a lot of people that are, they don't necessarily pray together don't necessarily like do all that together yeah. and it's really hard because I can see both sides like yes you want to create good um spiritual habits for mm. marriage but actually like also knowing very well that you might not make it to marriage yeah um so I guess like what, what do you think about that yeah I guess this is also where it needs boundaries almost in itself of like Mm. how do you pray together when you're just dating um and I think it is obviously like a very personal like opinion kind of thing Mm, yeah 
like no one can it, there's no right or wrong of like this is what you should pray about this is how you should pray this isn't how you should but I think mm. for me how I've always taken it is like that prayer is such a big part of our faith and yeah, yeah. there is this thing that when you're married that's when you start praying about like kind of your life you know where your relationship's going but I think mm. prayer together when you're just dating it's like praying when you pray with a friend like yeah if you were to just get with your friends and just pray or something like mm. it's kind of the more you know light-hearted not light-hearted but like lighter yeah. stuff, less heavy stuff whereas I think yeah the kind of I don't know I think it's the same as when you're in a relationship with someone say you've been dating for a month you can get start to get wrapped up in the Pinterest boards of like seeing wedding pictures and stuff <laughs> and if you start having these conversations maybe about like babies and stuff mm. and I think it's the same you can start like predicting your future together but then if that doesn't happen Mm. I don't know you start like kind of rushing into the future rather than just like enjoying the here and now and I think it's kind of the same with prayer stuff you can start praying about the future too much and like forgetting about just the right here and right now and I think obviously as I said it's like a totally personal thing of like what you want to pray about and I think it's getting the boundary of course of (laughs) getting those good habits in because if this is the person you're going to be with forever you're going to want those habits and routine kind of in but also yeah and not making it too yeah too like restricted if you know what I mean yeah definitely and I think that leads on to like my next um kind of boundary quite well is about like yes you have your boyfriend or your girlfriend but like having that gal pal you need yeah um you need someone else to come to to like ask for prayer and to I guess like talk about like your relationship and to you know I guess ask for input you know I have Mm -hmm. just a few girls that are in relationships and they do come to me and say you know like I trust you I trust your wisdom like I won't necessarily use all your advice but like I want it and I think um it's really important to have like not everyone like that is a Mm. clear boundary like not everyone can speak into your relationship but having you know people that you really trust that you think are wise that you Mm. think um strive to have godly relationships and strive to do you know god's purpose and god's plan um speaking into your relationship and really kind of being vulnerable and like being able to see your relationship for what it is um again that is not everyone but Mm. I think that's so important because your boyfriend or your girlfriend can't be your everything yeah it shouldn't be one Jesus should be your everything but like as part from that like yeah you can't just have your life revolving around one person because um you need community and God so clearly says that yeah so true I think one thing that I've always remembered is our youth leader a few years ago um said to me I can't remember why it even came up in conversation I remember it being a random conversation but he basically said that you're gonna wanna if you wanna spend your whole life with this person like that's he was he was like that's a long time Abby like to spend your whole life with someone that's a long time like imagine you wake up next to every single day when you're married and it's just like the same thing over and over Mm. again think about how ex- and then you end up thinking back to oh do you remember when we were dating that was so exciting and then you always like miss it mm. and it's like don't get to that point and miss it get to that yeah. point and think wow that was such an amazing time like I really value that time but I value this time 
so much more yeah. because of that and I think sometimes mm. we can be so quick especially as Christians to rush to like get married mm. or, like get to the next stage even if you're talking you can be so quick to like I just want to yeah. be with this person I just want to get married all the day that you then skip it and I think yeah. there's something so amazing about like being able to really just like invest in that time and it's the same as any relationship not just like romantic relationship just really mm. investing into it so as our last it's not I can't say it's the next stage because hopefully it's not the next stage but <laughs> often something, sometimes things don't work out and you and that person that you're with do break up and I think there is an importance of having a bound boundary or boundaries whilst you're in that period of breaking up or in that period of a breakup because it's an emotion emotional time and it's an intense time so what kind of boundaries do you think are important for that time yeah I think we've said this before but I just want to reiterate it because it is like the thing that I think like most of my friends have struggled with and I think it's painful to watch Mm. um, in the sense of like unfollow them on everything like literally don't have any contact with them for a while and like sure it could be like quite an amicable breakup like fine that's good but actually if that person does still care for you then they'll want you to do this because it is good Mm. for your mental health and just like not seeing them and being able to work on yourself and not being constantly reminded I actually think is the most important thing delete all the messages at night when you're upset and lonely like you will scroll through them um and like why keep them it's just gonna drag it out for you yeah um and I think yeah that's my biggest piece of advice I've seen so many people refuse to do this and be like I'm just not ready and it's like I don't really know what you're waiting for because if it is the end then you just need to move on and like I don't mean that in a way like of you just need to move on like it's hard but like this is is doing good for you you yeah yeah so true I think the thing that I've always found important in breakups and the boundaries that you should put in place are with the post breakup combos we've all had them like either both the positive and the negative ones I think like maybe a couple weeks after you've broken up with someone or they've broken up with you you might have that combo of like hey how are you and just like kind of general chit chat and I think that is a very tricky conversation to have especially to have well um, mm. because it can go kind of two ways it can go there like yeah I'm really good and either they don't want to hear that you're good or you don't want to <laughs> hear that they're good and then that yeah. just does bits for your mental health mm. um, and then or it can go the negative way and it can you can kind of start spiraling into this conversation of like I don't know this regretful conversation I guess a bit is something that happens a fair yeah. amount of like oh I miss you or that person like trying to plea you back or you trying to plea that person Mm. back and they're just not healthy conversations to be had because I think looking back on it you do tend to most of the time regret those conversations and I think it is just Mm. because in that moment you're so emotional and your emotions are so high and all you want to do is because if this person has been like your everything for however long and like the person that you speak to 24 7 it can feel weird to just not talk to them um so having yeah as Ellie said those boundaries of whether that's like completely removing them off everything just not because Mm. you don't you hate them or something but just because 
you have to be mm-hmm. quite selfish in that time I think of yeah. like stopping that temptation I guess and the other conversation that can then happen is you can have these really negative conversations of just dragging it out and argument after argument yeah. and it's like let the end just be the end like mm-hmm. there's something that I've always found tricky um with breakups of you have so many unanswered questions um and you can mm-hmm. want like I said to I can't remember who it was a friend of mine I said I was like I just want there's just these questions I had like three questions I actually knew the questions that I'd ask if I could ask this person and I mm-hmm. was like I just want to know the answers to these three questions and she said to me she was like but do you actually want to know the answer to that and mm. it made me stop and I was like actually no because if the answer is not what I want then I yeah. would rather not know like yeah. I would, I was thinking of this way of like I want to know the answers because I have these three ideal answers to these three questions yeah. that make me feel better but then not that's unlikely to happen yeah and I think those conversations can be so I don't know you can just want them so much but actually yeah putting those boundaries in of not texting them whether that's going as far as deleting off your phone or having mm-hmm. that accountability person of actually being open enough to say literally Ellie if you don't stop me right now I'm going to text him in yeah. three minutes and then just being able to like obviously mm-hmm. Ellie can't physically stop me because part A she's <laughs> away from me but actually like you can then have that conversation with that person and sometimes it can Mm -hmm. just be a you just want to talk about it but you feel as if because in a breakup it's hard because you don't want to bombard your friends Mm. and I think you don't want to literally like make your friends ears bleed about you crying (laughs) with someone but actually like there are the moments that you do need to reach out to your friends yeah yeah and I think like coming off of that like having an accountability person is so helpful I think Um, I'm gonna throw in a wildcard question okay what is the best piece of dating advice you've ever been given? Oh, so mine isn't necessarily like, it's not like a set inspirational quote piece of advice. But mm-hmm. um, when I was going through my last breakup, pre-breakup, when things, you know, are on the rocks and all of that, I had a conversation with um, my godmother and she was literally like my relationship guru I would just have these like conversations with her of like I feel like I'm saying these things to him but he's just not hearing me and yeah. he's saying that he's going to change but he's not um, and she said to me she was very like upfront and was like Abby I'm not gonna lie you deserve the best that you can get and is this the best that you can get and yeah. is this what you want and I think it's very simple my best piece of dating advice that I've ever had is is this what you want and I think as girls especially we can really have these like we dream about it like most of us do like we think about it a lot of the time of like who our ideal person is what our ideal relationship looks like Mm -hmm. um and as Ellie said, it's not a bad thing to be picky. And there are those things that you want and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think actually like assessing, is this the relationship that I've always dreamed of? And is this person that? Mm-hmm. And I think 
yeah that was very simple but that no, is that's so good the thing that stuck with me so what good mine would be really similar actually um I feel like that says a lot about like girls relationships yeah um but I think I was starting to learn this and then I think my friend Talia put it into words for me um she was like you need to stop asking are you good enough for him and start asking is mm. he good enough for you yeah um and I think you know it comes from I feel like a lot of us have been quite battered in the dating scene and I think mm. it starts to be like oh like I don't know if I'm good enough like this it happened in my last relationship and whatever and you start to kind of settle um yeah. for whatever is there mm. um like kind of in the panic that you're not going to find what you want mm. um it's like it's like a job interview yeah. right Abby actually gave me this um advice earlier like when you go into a job interview people say like oh like you're interviewing them think of it that way um and it's easy this is an easy piece of advice to take in an interview but I don't know yeah. why we struggle with it so much when it comes to relationship yeah. because actually like you are interviewing them yeah. that is dating um instead of actually like oh like you know you're at an interview like mm. on the spot on the hot seat like getting all the questions trying to be good enough like no like you're interviewing them you're like mm. oh so you know my friends be my bring me flowers what more can you do you know yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> um, so true so yeah it's just like yeah. that's probably the best mm. piece of advice yeah. I've been given yes I think so yeah that's the end of boundaries. our I know how exciting yes that was so much fun I really enjoyed that next yeah. week we have a really really exciting episode it's, it's a good one Easter I'm excited special. um mm-hmm. and we've got a special guest and it's so good we filmed it before we filmed this one and yeah yes, literally like loved I it. learned so much yeah so it was a really good conversation yeah, yeah mm. so good so make sure you check that out and there'll of course be stuff over on our Instagram which is at thrive.in.grace yes hope you've enjoyed have a good week <laughs>